Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment on a Friday. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. We've been all over the place today. A lot of draft talk, a lot of potential scenarios as we comb through the latest mock draft from NFL.com. Talk to our buddy Brian Batko. Now let's hear from the people. Does that sound all right with you, Arthur Motes? That sounds good to me, partner. Can we hear from the people? Now, when you say hear, are uh, you saying, like, we're going to hear? Are we going to listen to the people? Are we going to listen to the people? You know people? what I'm saying? Like, we, we need some clarification. You know, a lot of people listen to Jesus, but they right. don't hear Jesus. Yeah, ain't that the truth. A lot of people listen to us, but they don't hear us. I've also heard Jimi Hendrix has this problem. It does happen a lot. It's a common thing. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, like, when we make the references that we make on the show, and our day ones who have been rocking with us for three, four years, they get all of them, and they... But you know how it is, too. There's always... Mm-hmm. There's someone out there who was listening earlier and was like, did Wes really just say the 16th chapel? You know we're going to get a tweet. How dumb is he? Wes, we are going to get a tweet this weekend. And the tweet is going to happen oh, cause before... because right, this episode's going to play in the loop all weekend. And, and they're going to get the tweet before they get to this part of the episode, uh-huh. because we know how it goes. You uh-huh. hear what you want to hear at the beginning, not everybody stays for the ending part. So they're going to miss this part right here. Yeah. But someone's going to send us a tweet, because they always do. Always do. Wes. Wes. Buddy. It's not the 16th chapel. Get your Morgantown education out of here. Like, we get it, bro. We get it. It's called a joke with a capital J. It, a big, big time capital Or J. maybe it's a capital G. You know, you we've, never know. Oh, I mean, just in the last hour alone, we've made the 16th Chapel joke from the mm-hmm. movie The Breakup. We've made white we've made white man can't jump references, mm-hmm. and there was another one. Uh, Department of Redundancy Department. Yep. That's a long standing joke here on the show. Mm-hmm. You got to think of it as like an inside joke, yeah, but one that everybody can get in on. Correct. So if you're if you're just joining us, if you're newer, if you're like, what is up with these references? Just give it some time to marinate, mm-hmm. you know, like a turkey before Thanksgiving. Talk about you, you it. you got to brine and baste it, mm-hmm. and eventually you'll be in on the inside joke. Well, and i also say this, man. For all the inside jokes that we do have, I do like to make sure we implement outside jokes. And that is that <laughs> Wes is guy. a diehard Flyers oh, yeah. and Eagles fan. His favorite safety growing up was not Troy. He liked Brian Dawkins more. <sighs> To the point where him and Brian Dawkins tweet each other. <laughs> Is that what they call it? Y'all don't tweet each other? Uh, he tweet, ha, no, he no, no, no. Ha, have you and him ever had a Twitter exchange, well, to be fair, yes or I've no? I've never tweeted him, but he has tweeted have me. Have y'all had a Twitter exchange, yes or no? Exchange was probably a nice way to put have it. Have yeah. you guys had a Twitter exchange, yes or no? Probably a nice way to put it, yeah. yeah so has you, yes. have you and Troy Palomalo ever had a Twitter exchange? <laughs> no. Okay, prime <laughs> example. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The facts are that he likes Brian Dawkins. Yeah. And he talks Brian Dawkins Everybody, directly. You know, people call you do- uh, Professor Motes sometimes mm-hmm. or Dr. Motes. Maybe it's honorable. You Motes. know, Esquire. I mean, he just, he just, he just <laughs> lawyered me right there. I didn't ask for all of that. The, just answer the question. Have answer the you question. Or have you not had a Twitter exchange? You can't handle the truth. Brian Dawkins. That's all I'm going to ask. Were the Philadelphia Flyers represented at your wedding? Yes or no? Guess that would depend on how you uh were they represented at your wedding. Was there memorabilia? Was there a logo? Uh, was there, there was a logo. A, was yeah. there likeness? There was likeness. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Name and image likeness. You know what was it? Was it? Do we owe them some money? Was it all your wedding cake? That's all I'm asking. If it was, don't ask what else was on there. Just I, I, that's not the question. The lawyer thing. Lead, I know, I leading the witness. Listen, We're not going to lead you. the witness. No, no, no. You. We're just asking a simple fact-based question, man. You're, you are doing a good job here on the jury. I'm Come telling on, you. Come on, man. <laughs> Have I ever told? I, I think I've told you this before. 
Maybe my deepest, darkest career secret. Uh huh. I interviewed for a job with the Flyers. Have I told you about this? No. I know you. I know you got a credit for the Eagles Super Bowl. Oh, I, I yeah. know you got that. I did. I did. I, get, know, I, I know did you get got a, that. I did get a thank you on the Eagles uh-huh. broadcast when they won the Super Bowl. In I know you. I know, and you were smiling ear to ear. I know how that went. Before I got the job, I like that, so I'm a little jealous. Before I got the job with the Eagles Radio Network and with WIP in Philadelphia, yeah, I was also interviewing for a content like a digital media position with mm. the Philadelphia Flyers. I made it to the fourth and final round of interviews, so I had... What color was your suit when you was going in there? So I wore... You'll, you, hold on, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. All right, all right. So I had a, <laughs> I had a phone interview, right, mm-hmm. and then two in-person interviews. Okay. My final in-person interview was, like, literally in the Flyers' administrative offices, like, at the arena, in there, like... Oh, man, so you had to deal with I all walked, that nasty I parking and everything, huh? literally, like, the heart of the Flyers' organization for my interview, Motsi. I was wearing, because this was the summer of 2016, and the Penguins had just won the Cup a couple weeks earlier against the San Jose Sharks. Yes, when I interviewed for that job with the Flyers, underneath my suit, I had on my Penguins Stanley Cup champion t-shirt. And at the end of my interview, I was talking to the guy who was like the VP of communications for the Flyers. Like a pretty, I mean, this guy, Arthur Motes, let's just say, I'm sure his, uh, his tax bracket is a little different than mine. All right, barely. Just, we'll put it that way. Barely. He's like looking through all my stuff, and he's great. You know, he does the the, the traditional like, "Do you have any questions for me?" Right, thing, right. which hey, advice for you kids out there. Always have a question to ask at the interview, mm. even if it's just something as nonchalant as like, "How quick are you guys looking to make a decision?" You know, even if it's something about whatever. Always have a question to ask. Okay. If it's about work hours, if it's about. Whatever may be, always have a question. Of course, I'm drawing a blank right now about some of the good questions to ask. But, but I got we, we catch what you're saying. When, at the end of the interview, when they ask, "Do you have any questions for us?" Always ask. Even again, even if it's just as simple as, "Yeah, you know, do you have a timeline for when you guys are going to make a decision on on hiring somebody?" Even if it's just something like that, I think it's always good to ask a question or two back. So we're doing that back and forth thing, and he's like looking over something on my resume, and he sees Mars, Pennsylvania, mm. and he goes, he goes, "Wait a second, Mars, PA." He goes. Isn't that out near Pittsburgh? No. And I said, yes, it is. He says, is that where you grew up? And I said, yes, it was. And he looks at me and he goes, you're a Penguins fan, aren't you? What? <laughs> and I said, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't get the job. I ain't going to lie. That's low-key dope, though, that he asked you that. He was like, yeah, yeah man. I-, I didn't tell him that I was wearing the shirt underneath, all right? Because I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I mean, I would have really might as well just ripped my resume up and spit on his desk. And said, "Go pens!" As I left the studio, but yeah, that's maybe my deepest, dark, darkest career secret. I made it to the fourth and final round of interviews for the. Didn't get the job. The Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I'm in a much better place now. I like that though, bro. Let's go to the Twitter.com here, Motsi. Uh Steelers fan since '92 tweets us. Oh, it's our buddy Teddy. That's it. I was gonna say. Wait a second. What up, Teddy? Teddy tweets us. Uh, his mock draft, he'll be perfectly fine if this is how it turns out for the Steelers. First round, Devontae Wyatt. Second round, Abraham Lucas. Third round, Carson Strong. I don't mind either of those. I just, I want a wide receiver in those those top, what would be, 84 picks. Yes. I want a wide receiver. Uh, like Devontae Wyatt, Abraham Lucas, second round, fine with that. Carson Strong, you and I have talked about that. We think there's some upside there. I wouldn't hate that either. I would like to see a wide receiver in there as well, too. Just somewhere. Just oh, a little bit. Oh, now look what look what me did today, Motes. Uh-oh. Dr. Westman and Professor Motes. Oh, see, now he's trying to butter me up. Come on now. You know, that's the, that's the calm before the storm. They give you the butter, then they take the bread away. He says, happy Friday, Jake Shake Friday, gents. Yes, uh, Jake Gensel scored last night, so that means half off Milkshake Factory milkshakes today. He said, I was unaware. See, we, we're, all we do on this show is references. 
Number one from me. Why do so many Bears fans hate Mitch Trubisky? Do they? I don't know. I'm not very tapped into the Chicago Bears I was fan say, base. I don't, I'm not, yeah, I don't tap into I mean, they enough. did take him second overall, and he was gone four years later. So maybe there's some animosity over that. Certainly wasn't all on Mitch, but he absolutely could have been better himself as well, too. I don't know, me. We'll have to look into that. Number two, is Panera Bread Cinnamon Toast Bagel the goat of bagels? I mean, me, come on. Hmm. The goat of bagels can only be found in one place, Arthur Motes. Tell him where that is. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not the, the biggest bagel guy. In New York. See, I was about to say Philly because they got the, the cream Concrete the cream cheese. With James so this is actually funny. Last week. So hold on. New York is really the, like the bagel oh, place? Oh, the Mecca. Now, New York, New Jersey, Philly is like the, the golden see, triangle. Because I think of like Philly and I think of like the cream cheese element yeah, yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's New York City. Okay. Philly's right. Philly and New Jersey are great too. But it's New York City. I think I've told you this before. My, I have an uncle that lives in Manhattan. Okay. Okay. Uh, my dad's brother lives in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. He came to visit us like two weeks ago and brought a, I'm talking, bag full of New York City bagels. Mm. Dude, they are so, like wifey and I, you even have to freeze them for a couple days. Like if you're not going to eat them within a day or two, you have yeah. to freeze some of them because they're so fresh, like no preservatives. They will go bad in 48 wow. hours. See, I did not know that either. So like we eat half of them right away and then freeze the other half? Yeah. Dude, even out of the freezer, they are still like, hitting. oh. And number three for me is Gladiator, a top ten guy movie. It is for me. No, without a doubt, it's a top five movie for me. Period. He said top ten guy movie. I like the the emphasis on it, man. Guy, I just guy. think it's a dope movie in general. Like, I completely agree. Maximus, Maximus, Maximus. Hey, like our buddy Terrence Garvin said, you win the crowd, you win hey, the freedom. Thanks. <laughs> Shout out to the homie. Me as a bonus question today. Which quarterback uh, from Green Bay is more respected in each of your opinions, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? You said more respected? And that's kind of a loaded term. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. Honestly, I think that it should be Favre because he has more winning done. He's accomplished more. But at the same time, I think because of how talented Aaron Rodgers is, people get so enamored with that that they overlook the many failures that he's had on the field. I think that's well said. I think a lot of it depends on the age group too. Yeah. Like younger like, like you talking, the younger generation, they, yeah, they you talk just, people in yeah. their fifties and older, it's it's gonna be Favre, I think. Yeah. That's that's well said by you though. Um I mean because you think da, about it, right? In comparison, if he was, you know, if he was winning to this extent that we think he should be winning, this dude would be viewed as a god. In terms of football players, because of how talented he is, but 100%. when you look at how talented he is, and you look at how much winning he's done or the lack thereof, I mean, just the one Super Bowl appearance and things like that, that's not as impressive when you hold his resume up to some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. But I do think because he's so talented that that kind of gets you know overlooked and swept under the rug in a sense, man. But to me, man, I'm like yo Favre. Yeah, I think so too. I, I I I'm with you, and that's without our personal uh you know connection. Wait, what's your personal connection? Well, you oh, know. I'm an idiot. Yeah, sorry, I just blanked there. It happens. You may or may not have had a uh, a personal a, meeting. You may or may not have had a big moment in in Mr. Favre's career. Yeah, yes. we, we had some one on one time. Uh, I'm sorry, I blanked there for a second. That's hey, on hey, me. Hey, I should have known we, that we right away. We spent some one on one time. A lot of references flying around you know, the show today, but you happens. you guys you spent some one on one time. Hey. That's a nice way to put it. Every once in a while, you know. How, you get asked about that a lot? Typically, yes. Yeah? Yeah. It's cool. It happens. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. It's, I'm just, it's a part of life. It's a part of It's football. It's, it's a life. violent game. People get it's hurt. Life. It happens. You do get asked about that a lot, though, don't I you? I do. 
I do. When you went but up, it's not that. When you went it's up, cool. when you went up the Lambeau Field for that Stellars mm. game last year, did all those cheeseheads in there know that you were the guy who killed Brett Favre? But the funny thing is, they well, he was they a Viking liked it a lot that. more. Yeah, yeah they, they, they're actually cool with Viking. that. Yeah, you've been to Minnesota for you went to. The, did you go to Thursday night game? No, no, I didn't think so. Yeah, I'm not a Thursday night fan, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, me either. That's not my thing. It's not my uh, my specialty. Thursday night's usually the one night a week I go to bed early, or at least try to. You lucky you got You know what I mean? You got to rest yeah, up for the weekend. You got to you get right for the weekend. Absolutely. And we know for us, we, we work on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. And during the season, we were Sundays, and there's mm-hmm. a lot going on. Yep. That's not fun. It's not That's not fun at all. That's why we're going to enjoy this weekend. Come on, Chico. Oh. Talk to me, man. Talk to me, man. Come on, man. I was going to say another line there, but just don't do it. Not for the family show. Do not do it. Wallace tweets us and says, Wes, was your dad in the symphony when Chuck Knoll conducted in 1989? Uh, also, his inside joke reference of the day, Baker Mayfield does not wash his legs and feet. Oh. That's a that's a pullback that, there. Oh. Remember we saw that poll on Twitter that was like, Absolutely. 30, 31% of people do not wash their yes. legs and feet. Yes. They just let the soap roll down their body, and that like turned into a whole half-hour conversation Dude, on the show. The, and, and honestly, <laughs> I went and I, I got outside sources as well to ask people, like, yo, is that a normal thing? And I was very alarmed. I think people were going to lie about, oh, wait, no, people were telling you, like, people, oh, yeah, I don't pe- scrub I my was alarmed. I was alarmed. I was like, bruh. Don't it's, you tell nobody else funny, this. funny, Wallace says that. Literally yesterday, I scrubbed the heck out of my legs and feet, and I was thinking about... Every time I do now, I yeah. think about that one day. where, And then Carter calls in the next segment, and he's like, Wes, what kind of West Virginia nonsense are you bringing to the show? Like, bruh. I was like, wait a second. No, it was like a poll. It was like a... I think it was like a... I don't know. It was one of I the news... how that One of the happened, news networks. Yeah. One of the big news networks just tweeted out, like, a study shows that 30-some percent of people don't wash... Don't scrub their legs and yeah, feet. Yeah, they just let the water run down. Like, that's nuts. What, 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 did they take this poll in Europe? Like, what, like, what are we holy doing cow. here? Uh, Wallace. Okay, quick math, Mozi. Can you mm-hmm. help me here? This is my dad's 33rd season. Because they call them seasons, too. With oh, the they pit, do? With the, pit, with the Pittsburgh Symphony. I believe 1990 was my dad's first year with the symphony. Okay. So he would have missed Chuck Knoll by one year in 89. I believe 90 was his first year. I'm going to have to check, though. Wallace. See, I ain't going to lie, gonna, man. I'm going to have to I, check for I, you. I, I thought they was trying to be funny when it was like, it was your dad in there with Chuck Knoll. Because I'm like, man, Chuck Knoll, that was a long, long time ago. 89. But then I was like, you know what? That would have been like right when my dad was, prom. he was yeah. either senior was, in college or right yeah. out of college. Yeah. I'll have to check, Wallace. I think he, I think, I think I've heard him tell me before that 1990 was his first year in Pittsburgh. Um, but I'm, now you got me intrigued. I'm gonna call him in the car on the way home and find that. Uh, Steeler Nation 920. Let's go to the land and make believe. If you, if the Steelers had the number one overall pick, but I tell you you can't take a quarterback, who would you draft? Oh. <laughs> Devin Lloyd, Chris Olave, or Jameson Williams, Jordan Davis, if he's available too. One of those guys. You said no quarterback, correct? She said. I would for sure go to the trenches. Yeah. I'd have to think about it, but I would for sure go to the trenches. Favorite hip-hop album of all time? Blueprint. Jay-Z. Ready to Die. Biggie Smalls. I like that, too. Honorable mention? I'd probably go Ready to Die. Graduation yeah. by Kanye would be my number two. Mm, okay. Most memorable part? I would go, I would go uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Ooh. Because it's beautiful. I fantasize about this back in Chicago. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, last mercy, one from Mercy Me from nine twenty wants to know what's your most memorable birthday gift. Oh, birthday gift! I was about to say memorable birthday moment. Could a party for you be a gift? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well then, yeah, it'd have been absolutely. my uh, party free. Yeah, it'd be my twenty seventh. Yeah, twenty seventh birthday. Uh, my wife threw a surprise birthday party for me in Pittsburgh. Um, had zero clue about it. I'm talking all around it. Joking with her all the time, like, yeah, I really want to party for my birthday, you know, so I'm turning 27, da 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 da. Had no clue, but she hits up like all my homies, like, like from the crib, nice, like, like my running Love mates, it. like, like, you know, you know, you got that motley crew of people that you hang oh, with, but I y'all that, can't I hang with. I got that motley like, crew, believe yeah, me, yeah, yeah, believe like, me. like, she went deep down into the gutter to get my guys, and I was like, yo, I had zero clue about it. And I'm in group text with all of them, they plan the mess out of me, they not telling me nothing, they're in town. I'm like, I how does it. this happen? I I'm walking it. into this spot, and I'm talking greasy, like, yeah, man, I'm here for my party. Don't even think it's a real pop thing. Like, we just going to dinner at sure, Reservation sure. of Five. And I'm like, where are we walking? Why are we going to this back area? And the doors open up. We were at, um, uh, what's the fish spot up in? Um, uh, Mon- uh, Monterey no, Bay? No, 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 uh, up in Wexford. Oh, you're up uh, in my neck of the off, woods. Off, off, the, off the, hook. the hook. Yeah, so off the hook. So we're in the back. She has, like, the the, the one of the little rooms rented out. And the lady opens the door. I thought I was like Chris Tucker on Rush Hour. I was like, oh, I'm like, yo, what is going on? I was just like utter surprise. <laughs> That's a great reference by you. Yeah, for the culture, they got it. They'll know what it is. You know what I mean? But it was like, you see you all my American family money. and friends. And I'm like, oh, this is nuts. I'm like, you're here too? Oh, and you're here? Oh and, and you're, oh, and you got that food? Oh, and you got this? And it was just such an awesome experience, man. Overwhelming experience for me, That's man, awesome. because I just had that zero cool. clue about it. And she, Wifey got you. Yeah, she, she did it all. So to me, that's like my all-time favorite birthday gift, man. I love it. I love it. For me, this is going to sound really funny. I'm going to age myself a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. I was 21 years old. It was my 21st birthday when I got my first smartphone. So up until the time I was 21, yeah. Like my junior and senior year of high school and my first two and a half years at WVU, like I had a Verizon like flip phone. So I I couldn't be on Twitter out at the club. Mm-mm-mm. I couldn't be doing this and that. I didn't have no Instagram. He won on the gram. For my 21st birthday, my parents got me an iPhone 4S. Let's get. Oh, yeah, you are dating yourself. I like it. <laughs> and that, that like simple, but I just I wanted a smartphone so bad. We'd be sitting there. My roommates and I'd be sitting there watching sports and I'd be tweeting from my laptop and they'd be like, what's the matter with you? Like, get a smartphone. <laughs> get hip. Come on, player. Uh, um, Steel City Champs wants to know if the Steelers will wait until next year to get their future quarterback. I think so. Unless Mitch Trubisky has a has a heck of a season. I am not one hundred percent so. I still like I don't I don't want it to happen, but I I just feel like it's gonna happen with the twentieth overall pick. Oh no, Pittsburgh still select. Da-da-da-da. Quarterback out of such and such. I just, I just feel it, man. I don't like it. I don't love it. But I feel like that's going to be the case. And they'll justify it by saying we, we just wanted to get you know some more competition in that room. We said earlier in the free agency period that whoever we signed it wasn't going to deter us from drafting the guy. And he was number one of our big board, and he, we thought he was the best player available when his name came up. So we were excited to go and get him. You know that's how Kevin Colbert talks about any of his top mm. draft picks. Yeah, man, we like this guy a lot. He was we, he was the number one rated guy for us the whole time. Mm. It's like come on now, Kevin. Not everybody can be the number one rated guy on your big board. All right, you don't you're not that lucky. You're not getting everybody you want. Kate. We had a first round grade on that guy. Actually, he was top uh, ten. Yeah, you know, yeah. Love Kevin Cobra. Love him. Love him. But man, come on now. But that's what he's gonna hit us with. I can feel it. 
<laughs> you know this what you know this was gonna happen, bro. They're gonna take quarterback. You know this what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. Either that, they go surprise with a linebacker, because that's also what they do. Edge rusher, linebacker, <laughs> wide receiver. This is what they do. Katie tweets us and this says, is what they do. Happy Friday. I'm on day four here without power in Cooperstown, New York. Oh. Well, geez, Katie, good luck with getting that straightened out. That's Man, that's that a pain. Is rough. She said, if the Steelers uh, make a move draft day, who is the most likely player you could see dealt? Ooh. Deontay mm. Johnson? I, I still don't think I still don't think so. Um that's a good question. There's nobody really that stands out on the roster to me. Right? Like Deontay might be the only one, but I just I don't think the wide receiver room is deep enough yet for them to do something like that. Yeah, I was about to say it's unless not, it was like I mean, they were literally fit. trading up for a pick to take a wide receiver. Right. Yeah, I don't know if there's nobody else that really jumps off the list to me because they don't. I don't think they don't on the. De- they're keeping the defense together. They're not moving any of those guys right. on the offensive side of the football. They don't have a ton of guys. They're not trading Najee. They're not trading Fryermuth. They don't have a ton of guys. Maybe Claypool. But again, just wide receiver, you're already thin there. That becomes tough. Yeah, I just don't think you're going to be able to do that. Not right now. Not right, not right now. now. Not right now. Rod Dallas says, you're not alone, Wes. I'm 32, and I've never been to Vegas. Well, Rod, I'll drop you I'll drop you to DM whenever we're going to head there, cousin. Um, Don Juan says, Wes, I can't believe you haven't been to Vegas yet. You have to get there ASAP. I know, Don Juan. I know. People like to talk about Vegas. Me tweets us. Me! And says, Vegas is very cool. Just don't spend your time gambling the whole time unless uh, you want a good story to tell people that you lost 30K and woke up in the back of a hotel dumpster. (laughs) Me, if that's a real story, we're going to need more details eventually at some point, all right? All right. Uh... I hope it is real. It might be. CR tweets us. Uh, how about this? CR has evolved. CR has evolved. He's I love evolved. it. CR says, what's up, my brothers? The Triple C connection. Checking you out in moats every day. Um, thank the Lord that the real NFL draft is six days away and counting. Sick and tired of everybody giving their opinions on the Steelers draft. Keep everybody got a mock. And everybody got a feeling. You know that. CR, you're right. Moats and I are a little fatigued CR. by it, too. But that's also why we get to do this show year-round is because yeah. people care that much about the NFL and we need things like the draft to to drive that conversation and that content. Yeah. Even though it is funny, man. I remember when I was uh, first getting into media, they would always tell me, you're going to get tired of talking about these topics a lot faster than the listener is. And I used to be like, man, no, I'm not. You're crazy. Until we started doing this show, I'm like, 100%. bro, I was cool on talking about 100%. the draft two months ago. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely agree. But you, but again, we're fortunate enough to be able to do this and make make you know living off this and Yo, everything. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But uh, man, you're right. dude, I'll be sitting here like, Again? It's the, Y'all really want to hear this? Like, again? You know what it is? It's the Department of Redundancy Department. Oh, my department. goodness. I just feel like, man, I'm t- y'all really want to talk about these quarterbacks another time? How many different ways you want to talk about them? What do they do well? What don't they do well? What do we like about them on Monday? What don't you like about them on Wednesday? But can I tell you about their height on Thursday and hand size matters on Friday? I'm just like, man, I- I'm cool on these guys. But that's the beauty of our, you ain't know, that, our profession. Ain't that the truth. So right. we're going to keep doing it. A couple more here before we get out of here. David Dehev, the Photoshop extraordinaire, oh, tweets yeah. us. He wants to know if Mitch wins the starting job this summer, right, over Mason in training camp. You guys think Mason stays with the team? Got to uh, wonder where his head will be at. Would he demand a trade? Would he be content as number two? What's our thoughts on there, on on uh, what happens with Mason? Well, 
um, until we take another quarterback at any portion of this offseason, whether it's through draft or free agency, uh, I feel like Mason has to have a job because you're not going into any season with just one quarterback. And especially if that quarterback is Mr. Trubisky, there is no guarantee that he survives the whole season, not in the sense of injuries or not, but just in the sense of performance. Um, no different than what we saw when Mason took over for Ben in 2019. Yes, it was Mason's opportunity out the gate, but we saw how the season played out where he lost that opportunity and then had a chance to regain that opportunity. So I just think in, unless you have that surefire guy at quarterback, the guy that's above reproach, I don't see how you can move on from a Mason if he does not win out this competition without bringing in more talent. And the yeah. names that we talk about bringing in, at times it's a mixed review. But you have to bring in quality players when you don't have a quote-unquote franchise-caliber quarterback. Hence the reason why even Baker Mayfield has been brought up so much of lately because he fits into that same conversation with these guys. So unless we're drafting somebody early, which we're not the biggest fans of, and we're not trading for another quarterback, or we're not signing Baker or whoever else that we do or don't like at the moment, that means that Mason's going to be here. That's just the reality of it. I agree. Francis tweets us and says uh, he wants Jahan Dotson, first round, Travis Jones, second round. Mm. And he says, I say Dotson because I think Williams and Olave will both be gone by pick 20. Fair enough. I'd, be, I'd take that. No, Dotson is really good, man. I'd take that right now. Uh, all right, just one or two more here before we go. TC says a lot of talk about Jordan Davis. Feels like we rarely use three defensive linemen, even on running downs. Do you think with Jordan Davis they would use more three sets? Is, is there enough there? to make him worth it at 20. That is the question, right, no, that everyone's so, been debating. But, no, we could talk about this. You're still going to use your base personnel. And the the issue is when you only roll with a 4-D line set where you don't use that nose tackle, that puts a lot of pressure on your linebackers. And we saw that firsthand last year. So you can choose or have a desire to play small ball all you want. But if you cannot stop the run with that small ball – is going to, you know, at the end of the year, look like how we looked, mm -hmm. where you have the worst rush defense in the league. Mm -hmm. So you can repeat that process with the same people, or you could draft a Jordan Davis, have him as your nose tackle, and then hope that, you know, he can develop enough that you can play him in some of these small package balls, which I think you still can because first and second down, just because you're a nickel, you're still trying to stop the run. You're still going to need a big body out there to clog up the gap because Miles Jack, as good as a player as he is, his game is not uh, shock and lockout O-lineman. He beats them with smarts. He beats them with changing up you know, uh, his approach and stuff like that, but he still is a guy that's going to need to be clean. Yes. Very similar to Devin Bush, just not to the same extent or not to the same extreme. But a Jordan Davis does free up those guys. So regardless if you're sitting in your nickel packages or you're sitting in base, you need a Jordan Davis out there to help shore up that run unless two it is back. But once again, that's a question mark right now. Completely agree. TC also Or at adds, least from our perspective, it's a question mark. We yeah. don't know what conversations have been had right, behind right. the scenes. But from our perspective, what makes this moment right now any different from November, December, January? TC also adds, I got married in Vegas right after Christmas. I bet that No, was, that was awesome, I man. bet that was just a little bit of fun. Uh, okay, two quick hitters here. Shout out to us Vegas marriage, pe marriage people, man. We got, like, we got like 30 seconds. Two quick hitters here, Motsi. DJ wants to know, favorite state and why? State? State. Oh, New York, because I love New York City. I love the Knicks. I love shopping. Give me Manhattan. I love the culture, the food. It's fast-paced, noisy. I fit in. I don't know if I have a favorite state. I love Pennsylvania. I love West Virginia. I love Georgia. I love California. So, one of those four. 
<laughs> David wants to know, and uh, I think David here. He took the easy way out. I think David gentlemen. first time. I was like, all these places, everybody's my friend. What's your favorite? I think David's a first-time tweeter. What's your favorite this place, for you, Where's your favorite place, Welcome to the park, My favorite pal. place huh, your favorite state. is my grandparents' 350-acre farm in West Virginia. So that's then my, say West Virginia is your favorite state, Well, then. I don't know. The weather's not good enough for me to say Pennsylvania or West Virginia are my favorite states. That's where Georgia and California come in. I want no, some no, of no, that no. weather. You're going to die. You can only go to one place. Where are you going? You know what? That's a really good question. That's, that's what he's asking. Put your feet to the fire. You, you're going to die. You can only go to one place. It's kind of like when you're on death row. Bridgeville, you're like, bring hey, me to the is... iHeart Studios here. All right, so there he is, man. There he is. <laughs> David wants to know which uh, which new coach. I don't like have how the... you said Bridgeville. Like, that's a state. Largest Lord, mercy. Largest impact. <laughs> on the... Listen, I'm trying to wrap up the show so we can get out of here on a Friday. You keep holding my feet to the fire. I'll say Georgia, all right? Just plot me down somewhere in Savannah and Tybee Island, all right? How I was about to say, that? Let me you say uh, Atlanta's my favorite state to visit. Like, Lord, man. <laughs> David says, which uh, which coaching edition will have the biggest impact? I think we're both on the same page there, right? It's Brian Flores. I was going to say David Corley. What? There you go. Because we're going to need a lot of work in that quarterback room, regardless of who we have in there. So, you know, the fact that it's a tag team effort, I think that, you know, that's going to mean a lot. But if not if go. not him, then Flores. Yes. <laughs> Guys, that was a lot of fun today. We got to run. We're overdue here. Uh, but thanks to Brian Bago for joining us. Thanks to everybody. Power Grids, Megawatts for the tweets. You know we appreciate the HE Double Hockey Sticks out of you guys as always. Enjoy your weekend. It'll be a fun week next week with the draft. A big shout out to my partner in crime, the best co-host in a business, Arthur Motes. But, but, who, me? Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weather and get ready for chaos next week. You know where to find us as always. No one's covering the draft like we do on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers. Nation Radio.